It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers and this is The Leader. The sounds of protests in the Russian-occupied city of Kherson in Ukraine as the war continues. More than 2.5 million people so far have fled Ukraine because of Russia's invasion in what the UN has called the fastest-growing refugee crisis since World War II. The UK's answer on how to help? Their Homes for Ukraine scheme, which has now officially launched. The programme allows homeowners to sponsor named individuals or families to stay in their home for a period of at least six months. Those who open their doors will receive £350 a month as a thank you. People offering accommodation will be vetted and Ukrainian applicants will undergo security checks. Here's what Health Secretary Sajid Javid told LBC. Any Ukrainian that arrives, uh, they and their family will receive uh, what's called the right to remain uh, here in the UK for three years. And uh, during that time, they will have access to, to, to public services, such as the health service, education and others, and also the full right to work. But does the support on offer from the UK government go far enough? Rachel Burford is the Evening Standards political reporter. So the Hubs UK scheme opened today. It's basically a scheme that sort of adds to the other programme refugee programs that the government have already put in place and it allows individuals, community groups, even businesses to either open up their homes or pay for a room for a Ukrainian refugee to come over to this country. It's effectively a sponsorship program. Will the refugees themselves receive any additional support? That is kind of DBC at the moment. There's obviously been a lot of questions about, you know, who can apply for this? You know, are they going to have to have, you know, the individuals applying to house a Ukrainian refugee in their home for at least six months? Are they going to have checks? Um, and also there's questions around what support they'll get when they come to the UK. I think the government has already said they will, you know, the people coming under the family scheme, where they have family members already here, they will have access to, you know, to be able to work straight away. Their children will be able to go into school straight away. But there's a few more questions about people coming under this sponsorship scheme. And I think the Mayor Sadiq Khan obviously raised the point this morning saying, you know, there are lots of people ready to take in refugees, but these people who've had to leave, you know, their entire lives effectively behind and come over here with just, you know, suitcases full of their stuff. They will obviously need access to mental health services, perhaps health services. So there is sort of a lot of questions around that still at the moment. What are the refugee charities saying about the plans? I mean, the government has been heavily criticised for its response to begin with. I mean, it was very hard for people to get visas, although over around about 4,000 visas have now been issued. In the beginning, it was a very slow process. 
you know, people having to go through quite extensive security checks to get get a visa. And we only started issuing them, you know, properly within the last week or so. So I think refugee groups and charities have sort of welcomed the scheme. There's a tentative welcoming at the moment because there's a lot of questions about, you know, uh, what kind of support they will get when they come here. And also, you know, the people that are applying to take in these people, these refugees, you know, they're going to have to have background checks, you know, what checks are going to be laid on them. So, you know, these people are going into sort of dangerous situations when they get to the UK. There's been a lot of criticism of the UK's visa scheme. Have they been able to improve the process at all? Yeah, so the visa scheme was obviously sped up. I think, you know, this time last week, there was only sort of 50 visas that have been issued. And now we're up to around about 4,000, the government said this morning. So it's obviously speeding up. The government's sort of argument was always that people need to be security checked when they come in. That I think Priti Patel, the Home Secretary, raised concerns about, you know, Russian agents getting into the country under the guise of being uh, Ukrainian refugees. So they've been sort of quite, quite committed to getting everyone's security checked before they come in. But obviously that meant that, you know, these people that were fleeing war zones, all their you know, possessions behind pretty much were having to go to visa centres at various places across Europe to actually and filling in, you know, online forms to actually get a visa and get a piece of paper to get into the country. £350 a month as a thank you for hosts. Is the money expected to cover costs? So the £350 payment that was announced by the government is sort of thank you payment. And it's, you know, it's quite a small sum. I mean, it's probably not going to cover the full cost of having someone extra in your house. But it is just sort of thank you payment because you're doing something so nice and taking in a, a person that needs help. But obviously with, you know, food prices going up, gas, electricity prices going up, I mean, it's not going to, it's probably not going to cover the full cost of having an extra person your house. There may be more announcements from the government, but perhaps not for individuals, you know, being part of the scheme. It's more likely to be announcements for funding for councils to, to um, put on programmes for these people coming over. How does the UK compare to other European countries when it comes to help for Ukrainian refugees? Obviously, the UK has um, had a wide amount of criticism for how it has handled the crisis so far. Neighbouring countries particularly have taken in lots of refugees. You know, Germany's taken in thousands. Even places like Ireland have taken in thousands already. I mean, it's expected that neighbouring countries are always going to take in more because you know, people are fleeing via the borders. They're going into, you know, these countries like Romania, Poland. So a lot of refugees are just going to end up there anyway. But the UK originally, you know, the the original scheme was only if you had family members already in the UK, you could come over here. Um, And that was sort of widely criticised. And the, you know, the visa scheme itself has been criticised being very slow. And countries do seem, you know, far further ahead than we are. Um, And I think that is one of the reasons the government has, you know, launched this new scheme, because there was such a sort of huge outpouring of of criticism. And, you know, people obviously wanting to help so much, that that's why this new scheme was introduced. You know, the good thing about this scheme is originally the government was sort of saying we're going to cap refugees at 100,000 and the prime minister said 200,000. But under this scheme, essentially, it'll be an unlimited amount of people. If they get enough people, you know, saying, yes, we're willing to sponsor someone to come to this country, it will be an unlimited amount of people that can come here. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4 p.m.
Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.